Why is it called a long john? I was gonna. Oh, because you have short story. johns. Just your johns. <laughs> Wait, what's a short john? I, I guess just underwear. Your skivvies. Your skivvies. <laughs> your johnnies. Your johnnies. That's no one has ever called them that. Hey, this is Amrita and Andrew. We're on a podcast journey to find our way through freelance life. If you're thinking about taking a leap off the beaten path in any part of your life, our inexpert advice is don't think twice. you to know like you can kind of see there's like this sort of green mm-hmm. light green f- dust film pistachio dust it looks kind of like either like pollen or something um it's all over everything and i'm trying to clean it up but the problem is is that it, it's meant to become a paste so once if you add water to yeah it, it's it just gonna get worse impossible so i'm trying to like dust it i think i just have to like i think dust vacuum and vacuum everything um but you yeah. vacuum your like a hundred square foot apartment Oh, I know, which I do, which I do know. This is, this is one of the many ways, the many ways in which you've had a very positive influence on my life. (laughs) Well, vacuuming. Yeah. Um, which is such a hobby for you. It's such a pleasure. That we have a friend who like, who like, will be like, hey, Andrew, like, how's vacuuming going sometimes when (laughs) we hang out? Yeah. Um, Well, it's a thing Something you're famous for. Yeah. So, so, uh, I think it's useful to, to understand that when all the, all the products that were in this quote unquote care package are mostly to like remedy certain uh, like deficiencies <laughs> like basically it's like oh character <laughs> like your skin is looking really terrible so i sent this like paste this ayurvedic paste that they got and this is you know they went they recently went to india my parents um that you apply on your skin at night and it will um it will really help like how terrible your your face has been looking um and then That's nice yeah and i think i think that this powder is meant to she's like oh you know like for people who have really sad thinning hair you know, like pregnant pause. Um, this can help. But so, so I think this is also something that like people without an Indian mom might not really understand the dynamic of being like, here's a care package fixed full, full of all these things to fix like everything about your hideous appearance. But then also accompanied by a card that says, you're what happens when a mother wishes on a, on a star. <laughs> and because both of those things are tr- can be true one of the packets unfortunately exploded everywhere so uh. just um the packet your, for your face i think this was the hair i think it's like a powder that you then mix with enough water to make it in a paste and then like apply it onto your scalp but it is like a very ghastly shade of green so, and the other thing about all this ayurvedic stuff is that um they do not have requirements about listing the ingredients the ingredients so, the, so like, if you go and you read the ingredients, it's, like, a bunch of stuff, which I, like, don't know what most of it is. And I, um, you know, I asked for translations on, on some of them. Uh, and and then it'll be, like, at the end of the list, it'll just be, like, et cetera. And I'm, like, see, that's the part that I'm worried about. I'm worried about the et cetera. Is there, like, <laughs> is there like you know, gasoline in here? Is there, right. like, like, we don't know. I mean, you'll never know. But. If it works. Never know until you try, I guess. If it works. So either all my hair is going to turn out and turn fall out and turn green, or or I'm going to have, like, beautiful, lustrous <laughs> hair the next time you see me, so just... And skin. I'm, and I'm skin. excited about the, the skin. skin. I know, since, me too. Since you totally, you broke your expensive face serum. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yes, well, it's not a good story. That's the story. That's the story. <laughs> That's the story about, like, the most expensive face serum on Earth, and then it it's ca- came in a It's such a number to think to do, I gotta say. 
Really? To that's, be like that's like such a sad statement. Well, it just like you bought this very expensive thing mm-hmm. first, and then you coveted it to like, so that like you only used a I use tiny, a tiny amount. Drop. Mm-hmm. And well, <laughs> this is what really I'm really about it. You're like, okay, I bought this thing, and it's supposed to help these like spots on my face, mm-hmm. and um, it's really expensive. But I'm just gonna use a little bit, and like, and I need to use it consistently. Cut to the next time I've seen you. You're like, yeah, I mean, I've used it like. Oh. <laughs> Four out of seven days, and I'm like, yeah, but if you don't use it consistently, you're not going to see the results. And if you don't use enough, you're not going to receive, like, see the results. Those are things that are both true and so true about me. (laughs) I do. And then you're like, and then you drop the thing. Yeah, I dropped it in the sink with my slippery soapy hands, and it was in a tiny glass bottle because this is how fancy the serum is. It doesn't come; it comes in like a delicate, tiny tiny glass bottle and it shattered and there were shards of glass in there and I just scooped up everything that was in the sink. I saved what I could salvage and then I and like into a different bottle and then everything that else that was in the sink I just slathered all over my face and then I saw you that day and I was like all like You looked beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Greasy with serum. I've never been more moisturized than I was. I that noticed day. a difference. Yeah. Actually, you did. You brought it up without prompting. Yeah. Um, so maybe it turns out that I just need to like slather seventy five dollar bottle seventy five dollar bottle serum. Oh God. Well, anyway, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna buy it again and I'm gonna give it the college try this time. I really have, you know, we got to invest. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm I'm really beating my seasonal depression this year. Like, I'm not, um, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, mired in sadness. Yeah. But then it realized that I, then I realized that um, actually it's manifesting as me just not being able to get out of bed before 11 in the morning. Um, and I just wake up and then I'm like, I'm fine. And then I just get back under the covers and just stay there for hours. And my brain is so good at being like stupid that I was fooled for a while into thinking that, oh, seasonal depression missed me this year. And so I thought, you know what, maybe, maybe, maybe I've kicked it. And then here, and then I've suddenly like realized, oh, for the past like two weeks, I've like been in bed as long as I can be, you know, the maximum amount. So if I, if I know I can stay in bed until noon or like, even if I know I can't, I just will. (laughs) work from from your bed yeah just kind of like laptop on my belly or like you know taking a call like with my face all smushed on the pillow (laughs) so so uh that folks is also depression (laughs) it's just manifesting it's just manifesting like physically more than um, almost a solution well i don't know what it is maybe we need to like i i mentioned to you maybe also just being more scheduled about our Work days. Our work days, because we're doing so much more self-directed work Yeah. this month. But at the same time, I feel like we don't really hit our stride until, like, I know. later in the day, I and know. then we can go there later. There was, like, a dumb... And... Okay, there was, like, a dumb... You know how, like, New York Times has those, like, really smug, dumb, like, lifestyle... Yeah. Uh, columns about, like, how to, like, quote-unquote, live, live a better life. So they had, a, they had this article about um, how people with different circadian rhythms can get along in the office and I actually genuinely like want to know the answer to this question like I need like I mean 
I don't know if there is an answer to this question, I guess. <laughs> and I mean, I think the actual answer is that we, the non-morning people, are oppressed by the by the yeah. structure of the work. By day. the industrial revolution. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because, like, the day is not structured to take best advantage of our... Yeah. You know, our strengths. Um, but, yeah, they, I, they didn't give as much of, like, a really concrete answers i really wanted i wanted them to actually try to solve this problem for me but really it was just like oh like be mindful like of when you schedule things and yeah of course you're not gonna offer like real solutions like like, i mean this is well i mean one thing like i i why do we all have to get into the office at the same time if if you and i don't get going until noon Mm -hmm. why are we there before noon right just or you or you start a business with your friend who yeah. has the same circadian <laughs> issues as you and then you and me have been doing um we've been like keeping we've been doing a lot of self-directed work lately yes. and keeping a very sort of us type of schedule which mm-hmm. actually has been working very well because i feel like we're you know if we if we meet up at nine in the morning we're going to spend a bunch of time just kind of like the, with the engines up. revving, you know, and whereas if we, we meet up at noon or we meet up mm-hmm. at one, like we're ready to go. I mean, yep. more or less, <laughs> yeah. and uh, can just like actually get into it, and and then you know, and then we work basically until, like you know, happy right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. it's just it's just way more efficient, is what it is. And even if it like maybe ultimately ends up being like slightly fewer hours, they're just much better spent hours, right. I think. Uh, well, we also come with thoughts about what we're going to work on for the day right, or right. you know we've already we've already taken the alone time to think about what our like how what's going to be the are, most what's going to be the best use of our together about time. this and we should do that we right do and that. right 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 um which also helps to have a cohort of two yes. <laughs> uh we have to there's so little consensus building time for us we waste very little time on you know death mm-hmm. by committee which is mm-hmm. like the biggest waste of time in most of our other workplaces you know and we don't always d- agree on everything either so it's mm-hmm. not like a well and that has been as I, I said something that's been really fun about a lot of our wor- work lately i mean fun but like illuminating is um how we function when we don't agree on a on an approach to something mm-hmm. and how we can like how we just sort of like have to then like reverse the <laughs> reverse out of the spot and then try the, to parallel park again in a yeah, different way. That's really what it like, feels like over and over again. Over and over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, being on a deadline with creative work uh, makes it so much more that you just kind of have to do that instead yeah. of um, instead of being like, oh well, you know, we'll just put this aside. Let's and think about it. And let's think about it. And we'll return day. to it, which is what we've done quite a lot in the past, and now yeah. it's kind of like. No, actually, you'll think about it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here we are. Um, I feel a lot of jealousy about your life right now, although I know that that's dumb and I shouldn't. But uh, I just feel like your time is your own right now. Okay, yes, it is. <laughs> it is. But that also means means what it means. It means that you're left alone with your thoughts quite a lot. <laughs> I really am. Mm-hmm. Well, you you now are experiencing solo living for, uh, if not the first time, then the first time since I've known you. Yeah, I mean, I lived solo when I was in high school for a minute. And oh, yes, that's right. But under very... Um, very different, different circumstances, circumstances, very depressing circumstances, yes, really. Yes, yes, yes. 
Um, but yeah, so this is in the very first life. time. So yeah. my my full adult life. We're both ex- getting to experience that the together, first time, actually. And, um, I mean, alone together, right, right. <laughs> together alone. Uh, I, I, it's it's a gift. I mean, my apartment is also nice and, and large. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of you have a lot of different spaces. I have a lot of different to be spaces, in, and you can sit at a dining. Room I can play table. my piano at any time of mm-hmm. the day or night. Mm-hmm. Um, I can sing and play at any time of the day or mm-hmm. night. So you know that. Oh, that's nice. It was really nice. Yeah. How's your voice been feeling? I mean, it's, it's, it's I mean, there. it's, 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 it's there and I enjoy mm-hmm. playing every day. Yeah. See, so you made, you got so uncomfortable with that question. Oh, yeah. You just started seizing up. Okay. Anyway. Um, but, uh, you're, you're alone with, you're alone with your thoughts quite a bit. We don't have, um, you know, other people's projects right. to consume right. our working time. So we're just kind of left. No drama. No other people's like. These are good things. These are they're great, great things. things. Like I, you know, don't have to. Yeah. So anyway, so but so I feel people, I feel but. like I'm I'm envious, in the time that I am that I do spend doing. Other, work, mm-hmm. but I know that it's actually not like so idyllic sometimes to to be. You know. Hundred percent untethered, untethered, and like, <laughs> especially for a you know double Capricorn <laughs> like you, who is. It's been good. Worries. It's been good in the in a few ways. Productivity worries. One of them. Well, one of them is um, realizing it doesn't matter how I structure my day. I will always feel like I didn't do something I should have done. Mm. I will always feel like I woke up too late or got up too or didn't get enough sleep and should have slept longer or like any or should have eaten right (laughs) when i got up and not an hour after i got up or or two hours after i got up and i should have done this and i should have had more water and i should have gone to the gym in the morning instead of it like yeah just endless endless ways ways to to self-edit your day and i should have taken the day to do this instead of that yeah so it's like endless ways and so being having so much open unstructured time. unstructured time mm-hmm. um, has given me the chance to like think about that and, and yeah. like yeah, yeah. And, kind of examine that like, you know what like why like I'm just after this it's like I have a need to feel guilty about something. See, that's what it really is. Because the answer isn't that there would be like a perfect type of day that you're chasing. Like, you're like, what would make what would make you feel not that way? Is it if you were like, you set your clock for the exact right time and you fell asleep at the right time, you woke up at the right time, you had the right amount of water? Like, there's no way to actually like game the system on this one. Mm-mm. So it's really not that you're chasing the perfect day. It's just that you're chasing a reason to feel to make yourself feel guilty. And there's nobody. Because there's, there's no, no structure. External, because there's, there's no external, external source of, of to to like give you the framework to feel guilty. So you have to make it yourself. <laughs> and there's no framework to be, you know, if I worked a job and I accidentally got, you know, I got in late or I didn't get enough sleep or whatever. But mm-hmm. I still, but then I got like the my job done and I did it well. And then it's like right. at right. least there's the external validation of like. Yeah. There was a thing that needed to get well, done, I, I guess and you it's did a double-edged it, and thing, you did is it that well. You don't, you don't get the external source of like censure, but you also don't get the external sense of val- validation. Yeah. From... So it's all just—it's all just—it's all just in your head. But I feel pretty good. I, it's a, 
I'm feeling I'm able to like see what's happening mm-hmm. more and more. And you and I have talked about working on our the time professional time we have together yes. and like figuring out how to manage our schedule in, mm-hmm. in a way that's best for us. Yeah. We haven't quite figured that out yet. A work in progress. And it's a work in progress and something I don't want to feel guilty about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. No guilt. No guilt. Here we are. Doing the thing. My cousin's daughter, Savannah, uh-huh. she um, plays saxophone and oh, she's she? auditioning for the jazz band. And she's really nervous. So Sorry, almonds were terrible. Uh, <laughs> so she's uh, auditioning for the jazz band. And so my um, cousin Nicole texted me, asked me, like, what is your, do you have any, like, tips for preparing for the audition? Uh-huh. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Um, Just, you know, one performer to another. I was thinking about mm-hmm. it. Like, how do you, you know, how well, do you prepare for a jazz audition where there's, like, improv? Like, you're going oh to imp- improvise or something. So, this is what I decided. This is, was my advice. Okay. Later I said, because Nicole how old, said, how old is she? Uh, middle she school? She is in middle school. Okay. Eighth grade. Okay. Um, she... Nicole said, oh, there's a backing track. She's listening to, like, a backing track on YouTube, just sort of like a thing. And mm-hmm. I said, great. So to practice improv, I told her to come up with, like, a three to five note, like... Pattern. Little pattern. Mm-hmm. And then to play that over the backing track until she felt comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Don't change it at all. Mm-hmm. Just, like, play it. And then when she felt comfortable with it, she needed to, like, start playing around with it. So change one note. Or change the length of the note. Uh-huh. Or change the rhythm just a little bit. So play the same notes, but just do a different rhythm. And then go back and play. And then follow it by just playing the original. Uh-huh. And then do it again. And then if ever, and then start to just play off of that same three to five note thing. And then if you ever feel like you're lost, just play the play the Go back to the thing, the thing the that you prepared. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. That's actually really good advice. And, um is very similar to the advice that so I haven't I haven't really been as in touch with my like vocal uh training <laughs> um but in Indian classical music like there's you know vo- a lot of vocal imp- improvisation mm-hmm. and that is sounds a lot actually like um some of is the it? yeah pr- you know that that it's okay to sort of um prepare a few figures that you like and you know and then just kind of like and you can take a really long time and just kind of like riff on mm-hmm. those and only you know maybe only use two notes yep. or only use three and then and then like as you like feel like you've exhausted all the combinations of those three with different lengths of the note and different like rhythms and different whatever and like pausing and punctuation whatever and-, and then you can add one more and then you can you know whatever so um so I think you gave good advice. Yeah, That's well, nice. her auditions today, so I'll, I'll be curious to know how she did. Oh, well, I'm sure. I'm sure, well. she, I'm just sure she did sure great. She did but well. that's really cute. Yeah. Um, I would be terrified to do an audition where there was an um, improvised element because it's so about like being present and not being uh-huh, nervous and stuff, uh-huh. and it's like sort of the exact opposite setting to be in. So I would, I would think that I would, I would feel the same way, but I feel the opposite. 
I feel like uh, an audition that would have improvisation, I would I would feel more confident. Because there's like no r- wrong way to do it. Basically. Because all those people, <laughs> spend all those all those hours just mm-hmm. like chipping away at at their pieces perfectly uh-huh. have no advantage over me. Interesting. Well, you also like have like a sort of um, surprising like. Not maybe not surprising, but like your performance anxiety. It d- well, you don't really have performance anxiety. You have it in a very different format. Oh, tell me. What you do? You tend to get much more like, uh, you know. You're. I don't even know if it's anxious. You're like you get very terse mm-hmm. and very like, um, like a little snappy, uh-huh. like in the in the preamble. Yes. And then once you're in it you're on the train is good is rolling and it doesn't matter and like you're like totally there in the moment and and whatever like mine is much more like a traditional performance anxiety (laughs) where like get up there and then everything that i thought i knew like maybe really you feel like in the moment sometimes yeah it just flies out of my mind or i'm like where am i or i'm like totally not in my body right now or whatever well i've been on a whole journey of self-discovery this this um 2020 so far Mm -hmm. and a lot of it is like realizing how like intertwined all these some of my various different goals are including like mindfulness and being present and whatever and um so yeah I think in performance sometimes I'm just like you know I will sort of try to revert back to whatever I practice and try to like and chipped away at and prepared and whatever rather than like actually just like being in the in the room in that moment and like well for a long time I think a detriment. I, yes, as a performer. Well, I, for a long time, I mean, in college and shit, I, uh, I tried to do that, just emulate other people, which seemed like very comfortable. Like their process was different than right. mine, and it just didn't seem like they had nerves or they were, or um, however they prepared. They, but I do that. I do the thing where like I. I I don't want to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Like you withdraw. I, I, I withdraw completely, and it's like. Because I'm just like amping myself up. I'm like yeah. gathering all my energy. Yeah. Because like I like I know where where I want to expend my energy, mm-hmm. and it's not in the preamble. Right. So I do everything I can to like disengage from like things, and so I get really terse when I have to like deal with like make decisions or like deal with something. Mm-hmm, or, like, mm-hmm. Well, see, I know that about you, and it like so I'm you know it doesn't concern me, and I'm not like. You know, yeah. Like I know exactly what's going on when you no, like, when you go to that place. Um, but yeah, you totally switch into like a different. I'm like reserving all of my. <laughs> yeah. Everything or energy. social energy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it is kind of like a social energy thing mm-hmm. too, because then because then you're you're never more like socially engaged than when you are like communicating right. on stage or something. So it's like you're like, well, I can't actually like talk to you in, in the meantime. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. Oh, and I'm, then afterwards, I'm really tired. Yeah, that make that all makes sense. Yeah. Um, we need to uh, ooh, get Sorry. back to our. What was that? That was my water bottle. Oh, okay. Um, that makes me miss our getting doing our live performances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we'll get back there. Which are gonna return? Yes. They're definitely we're returning. In, we're so in the works. Very exciting. Um, drinking out of my one of my niece kids, mugs right kids now. Kids are funny. They are funny, aren't they? Um. Um, my uh, my nieces have this uh, thing about making mugs for me. 
I know. That's like every day I'm over here. I drink out of a different, a different one. mug. Yeah, mm-hmm. that has their faces on it. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you have a small apartment though. I have a small apartment <laughs> with a soon it's just going probably be... <laughs> large coffee cup collection. <laughs> I'm overrun. And I mean these 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 cups are. Okay. They're some very cute kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyhow. So you have a brand new nephew. Brand new nephew, fresh into the world, two weeks old, mm-hmm. Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> uh, I'm going to see him in a Huge couple weeks. Huge fan yeah. of his work. <laughs> uh, it's very impressive that you mm-hmm. know he he prolific. Prolific. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicholas something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the middle name. Stevens. Mm-hmm. Nick Stevens. Nick Stevens. Um, <clears throat> word is he might be a redhead or. Or Ooh. close to that. Okay, um, that's exciting. Yeah, which has my brother uneasy. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? Why? <laughs> he just uh, texted me. He's like, I think he has red hair. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I have questions about yeah. that. I told you a little bit, I was at, um, yesterday at a fundraising event mm-hmm. and um, was thinking about like, so I've had a lot of complaints about balancing my my, my professional lives and my creative lives um, lately. And a lot of, com- you've complained I've about complained it. a lot. People haven't come to you oh, and God, complained I, about I mean, you. I'm sure they have. I, I just, mean, they complain to me about you, but they don't complain <laughs> to you about you. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that I'm docking up lots of... Lots of Can she not get out of bed and do something? Oh my god, it's such a problem. I say... It's such a problem. Take it up with her. (laughs) Well, I'm sure they will in good time. But I have had... In the meantime, I've had a lot of complaints about my my work life. The thing that I I often fail to appreciate um, and often need to be reminded is that how, like, timely some of the things are that I'm doing professionally that I think of as being like professional obligations that are separate from my creative life. Right. And I was just thinking about what makes somebody good at being like a fundraiser. Like, so we were at a donor Mm. event and I was trying to view this as an opportunity. We may soon be in a position to be fundraising for various different creative projects that we're doing. We have a short film that we're writing and we'll hope to self-produce and we'll need to self-finance um presumably and uh and i was like well you know maybe this is actually like a really good gift that i can try to think about as an opportunity to figure out how to get better at this but there are some people who are gifted i mean very gifted truly and it's and and for people who are gifted that way they don't understand what like what the block is for me Mm mm-hmm so I was like, okay, so I'm going to really try to, like, make this, like, I'm just going to try to, like, observe what makes people good at it, what makes me not feel like I'm not good at it. <laughs> so and what have you gleaned? What I gleaned is that um, I will have spurts of energy and then, like, you know, make a make a short turn around the room and, like, be very charming and, like fire off a few like witty yeah. remarks and then have to retreat to the bathroom with my wine glass and just like hide so that I have like five full minutes where some where no one is talking to <laughs> you're me. You're like your battery tra- you're like a game 
character, like Except a video it, like, game character. Except it depletes really fast, and then <laughs> right. like recharge, and then I, and then like and then I go out and I'm like you, 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 and then I, and then I have to go eat some cheese and like hide under a table somewhere. So um, so progress is shaky, but um, you know, it's just it's I don't know. Well, okay. Um, do you have any thoughts about? I this? I do have thoughts about. Well, not only do I have thoughts about this, but it kind of dovetails in something I I wanted to talk to you about mm-hmm. in general. In general. And we can cut this from the podcast if we want to. But um, you always preface everything you say, by the way, with, with that, that, and then I always just leave it in. So anyway, okay, carry on. Um, when we, how do I say this? So this goes without saying. Everyone is at their most dynamic when they are being themselves. Yes. So that being understood. Um, Sometimes in meeting situations, um, if we're meeting as a team together, mm-hmm. I sense I'm, from I'm you, feeling I'm feeling that I'm about to be read for both. like a conservatism that yes. like isn't your true personality, mm-hmm. and it's fine because you're smart and articulate, so that works for you. So, in other words, you're not just like a bump on a log, but you are also not your most effervescent self okay and I'm, I, I'm not disagree I, I don't disagree with anything you've said so far so I, I'm not and I'm and I'm wondering why like why if that's and purposeful <laughs> if that's purposeful uh-huh. and like if it's like a ta- not a not a tactic so much as just like a you're like gauging the situation before you fully come out uh-huh um you know, so it's sort of a little bit of a safety mechanism, um, or what? I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that that's very fair. I think that is very fair. Um, not even criticism, just observation. Um, I mean, we saw it in a lot, a lot of ways. We actually had an entire uh, last year had a very long conversation about a, a photo shoot that we did last year, mm-hmm. and then we recently had another photo shoot. And basically, I have the same feelings about it this this time, which is that in the same way that. You know, well, first of all, my, my face is truly grotesque in like, <laughs> and like, and I just don't know how to not look like that. Um, this is just a sidebar yeah, yeah, yeah. to this. I will return to your, your yeah. very incisive question. But, um, but I think it's sort of, it's sort of a little bit related of like not really bringing my person. Like you were like, this doesn't look like you. And it's because I didn't really feel it. Like I wasn't really yeah. like. And it doesn't like look me. like you. Um, which is very kind because I really hope that that's not. Well, what, kind or not, like. it's just a fact. Yeah, no, I appreciate. I, <laughs> I appreciate that. Like <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. I mean, I really look like. Yeah. Anyway, all that aside, um, it's about sort of not bringing my full dynamic range of personality yeah. to a situation, whether it is right. being seen by a camera or being seen by a person or whatever. Um, I don't know fully the answer to your question and i will say that i think this goes a little bit along with my um my my journey of 2020 self-discovery mm. that i'm doing some hard um self-examination yeah and uh i think sometimes in a business setting like a business meeting setting um i will tend to go a bit middle of the road and um and again it's not like i'm not it's not like i'm well i think that's appropriate fully withdrawn and um, yes and no because I think like even in a business setting especially like in the creative 
industry and you know in the TV industry that we're you know mm-hmm. working really hard to make inroads into people want to know who you are so they, they want to know that you're 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 like a smart like you know you have some <laughs> tact and and adaptability and like whatever and like you're you, so so the middle of the road thing sort of helps with that but they fundamentally people want to make a deal with someone that they like right. whether it's in TV whether it's in anything you know so if 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 I'm fettered in like revealing enough interesting things about myself to or like you know mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be just about me but it's just in general like if, if that's a limitation then I think that 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 can be um, a problem so the 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 first of all I tend to go a little bit of middle of the road because because I do like I, I um, in order to like not cause offense or like be likable or something like that which um, which I think sometimes has the opposite effect of, of being like a little bit bland, you know? Um, but the other thing is I do have a... Oh, I'd never say bland. I do have a little bit of a, like, um, worry about, you know, being a lady and, you mm. know, and not, uh, you know, particularly like in a, in a donor setting where it's like a lot of like maybe like older white people about like, um like presentability stuff absolutely so so i get a little bit worried about because like i have a very very foul mouth normally and so then sometimes you know so i don't you know i don't really like i obviously censor myself because i have some (laughs) decorum yeah but um but you know like and and just like sort of the the way that i might normally like fire back about something i wouldn't do that because and especially because also like i i my presentation sometimes i don't like i don't i don't really have as like the type of wardrobe to look super like at at um you know totally camouflage in an upper west side apartment or upper east, upper east side apartment so i so i feel like i kind of have to do a little extra like you know i mean i got like you know i had not for nothing like a few people like order drinks from me last night so like i mean that'll happen and yeah that's fine but like it order drinks from you yeah Oh, like you walked up and they're like, "Can I get a?" Because I was like, I, "Well, I was, st- I mean, I was standing, I was standing by the bar, but it was yeah. like, there, there was another like woman of color who was like the, who was like actually hi- like the the maid who works at the at the apartment, oh. and I, I was like standing next to her, oh. you know, and so like, so I kind of sometimes feel like I have to like be a little bit, you know, more conservative to. Well, it- I think that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I should have prefaced this by saying I'm talking about. What you, you're talking about a role that you play when you're representing an organization mm-hmm. or a, a job, which is different than you're representing when we're representing ourselves. Yeah. 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 So maybe that's where and like, because there haven't just about been learning. a lot of times, like, it's only now that we really go yes. into meetings and things and it's like, and we're they want to know who we are. Right, right, and right. it's not like. Well, but I think, I guess my point is more that I'm trying to learn how to flip that switch of going between like what it, what role am I playing here oh actually the role I'm playing is the role of myself and like please like me <laughs> yeah. like, please like me um or don't or don't or don't but like this is but this is what this it is. is what the product yeah is. yeah yeah but I think also part of that is this exactly what we've just been talking about this whole time about performance anxiety and like being present and like responding to um like rather than because I often like prepare a lot for conversations mm-hmm. um to sort of like pump myself up for like you know having to having to interact with other humans or whatever and then um but rather than like it's a sort of the same principle as being ready to improv in a in an audition or performance Mm -hmm. versus 
you oh know, wow that's it is kind of the isn't same. it because it's yeah. like because you actually want to respond to what the person is giving you but then sometimes i like i out of nerves will just sort of revert to like the thing that i prepared to talk about even if it's like not quite like in step yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. what's actually happening i mean um, you're very articulate and, and quick so you can all, you, you can sort of bridge that yeah yeah yeah. no i'm not i mean but i, uh, none of this I hear to say what you're I, saying i don't want to make it sound like i'm a total like i'm like i'm a total like social moron or anything like you know i have my moments but <laughs> we all do um, <laughs> but yeah no i do i do very much wish i could like um be my be myself quote unquote with more ease in these types of meetings especially like in the creative sphere where we're, we are yeah. trying to convince people I mean, that like you can and you will but yeah. like i'm just no yeah. notice like a it's, certain it's something i'm working on and it's just like related to so many different things it's about being present being mindful whatever and also just about like standing up straight and not letting you know or like laughing when something's funny like right. you, like your right, laugh right. is very charming oh, and uh <laughs> it's weird when something funny happens and you don't laugh <laughs> Oh Which my god, what are only you happens of a in particular? like it's, no, it only happens in like business meetings with like where I just feel like a like a quiet concentration come over you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so like he'll be like next to me on my right or left and I'll just feel like this person like <laughs> Oh no. Like we're at a, like in a like in a different sort of meeting. Like we're in a production meeting or something. Well, so, Instead of a meeting I where wanna, like I want to give you the energy that you can bounce off of in in that setting. So Right, cuz there was sometimes like you'll let me part part of our rapport is is talking over each other sometimes mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and and uh, frequent listeners will <laughs> have observed <laughs> so, so you know phenomenal. finishing a thought that like we know the other person's gonna like moving towards but maybe they're like lost in like a bunch of words or like okay you're trying to say this and mm-hmm. then like we you know um and that's just like p- part of our dynamic and sometimes in professional meetings you're like letting me finish a whole thought and i'm like girl you need to jump need in to here <laughs> like not that i can't do it yeah yeah, yeah. But like, mm-hmm. come on, okay. can you edit me in real time? Just like help yep. a girl out, jump in here. And I, which I <laughs> can, know. I can, and I do in most, most yeah, in yeah, most, yeah, you, uh, yeah, most settings. So, um, point. which is like, I must say, like being part of a duo partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, part of me is like I couldn't imagine doing something like this by myself. I know. I would solo creatives out there. God bless. Actually, <laughs> I'll give us. I can imagine doing it, but I don't want to do it. Yeah. I just wanted to bring up this 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 idea to you. So uh, if you had to, I, I thank you and I appreciate that, and um, and uh, I take that in uh, the good like whatever, good, like the good intention that it, that it, that it is offered. But uh, I ask you, what are some what are what do you feel like are some tips for me? If you can think of any, what should I be doing? What can I be doing? Oh, I guess that's a little hard. Other than just like <laughs> not get out of my get out of my head, get out of my ass. <laughs> yeah, or or concentrate more on our dynamic, mm-hmm. what we are trying to say together, than what the what the person wants to the hear. The person's energy is. Uh huh. Uh huh. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like another advantage of being two against whatever even if it's a room full of people more than one person mm-hmm. like it, it's goes back to some, an original point of like they might them. be stone faced mm-hmm. they might be having sort of they might be in suits mm-hmm. they might be doing whatever but we have to remember that 
there's no sort of deal that we want to make with people where we have to turn around and be like, oh, I know you liked us in that meeting, but that wasn't who we were at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so just like, just kind of, pre- not so much pretending they're not there, but in a sense, just we, us just like doing our or things. Or not reflecting and that means when their something's energy funny, back. you laugh. Yeah. When like, I say something that you feel needs clarification, you just, you just jump on top of me and do it, or vice versa. Or like, even sometimes like, if I say something, you say something, I'm like, and I say, I think more, we're trying to really say this, or we don't agree. It's fine to disagree in front of people. Right. Like, you yeah. know, yeah, like, yeah. I, I think maybe we're, we overthink, <laughs> overthink <You're> it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, overthinking is like part of our brand. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've we've made we've made like a a hobby and an art form out of navel gazing. Mm-hmm. When and, did you get moved? And a lot has it is helpful. It's helpful, but once you're done with the navel gazing, your navel has been sufficiently gazed <laughs> at. You then have to go out into the world and yeah, yeah, do a thing. So that's where we're at. So I just encourage you to think about it and have no no fear about people seeing who you really are. Okay. Or like offending that sentence people. was just my my like 2020 goals in a yeah. nutshell. And it's really hard. And like in fact push it. I mean we should both push it. It's like that's who we are. Like I I have moments where like I sense that someone's like not disapproving, <laughs> but not not disapproving. Like I don't I I, I don't know where they not, are. Right, right, right. And I'm truly fine with that. <laughs> I haven't always been, but like lately, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, that person might not like me. And yeah, I think you have actually gotten gone on a journey, or with like this. not really like what I just said. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's on our. That's that's our goal. That's our storyline for this year. Yeah. So I ordered essentials that added up to like a hundred bucks, let's say. And and I don't have Amazon Prime. And so they come when they come because I choose free shipping and I'm not in a hurry. So I get like a package here. I mean, no, we should we should all quit Amazon, but also if you want to use my Amazon Prime. In the I meantime. know, my brother has one too. I just, I just don't. Yeah, well, you know. Because I don't, I'm not, I don't need something like next day. It's like, you just have to be, you know, you can use mine. As I've said, you can use mine. You just can't judge my search history in the way that our, a friend of ours still remain nameless. Um, she was trying to show me something on her Amazon. And she was like, oh, my God, like, just don't, like, don't comment on my, on the, the suggested things for me. <laughs> and I, like, scrolled down. And it was, like, a bunch of, like, technicolored wigs. And then, like, a, um, like, a butt plug that had a jewel, <laughs> like, a gem on the end, like, a big, like, yeah. Sailor Moon-style, like, scepter, and I was like, well, now that you said that, of course I went and looked at it, and she was like, she's like, seriously, we'll, like, we're not talking about this, so, um, yeah, so Amazon history can really say a lot about a person, but I, I would be willing to expose that, that, uh, to you, um, search history well if you need it i received my package yesterday and i was like "Ooh, what did i get yeah, what, what did, did i forget it was like windex or something. <sighs> yes yeah. it was like windex 
lotion, <laughs> a new laundry bag for the laundromat. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to maybe sneak in like a little nice thing when you order. So I was disappointed in something that I I I ordered myself. <laughs> But I'm like, man, I spent $100 and all I got was lotion and a laundry bag. <laughs> you know? Well, that's how I feel every time I go to the grocery store and I'm like, I spent $75. I spent $70 last week. You know what I have in my refrigerator? Nothing. Three eggs. <laughs> oh, I made a real mistake last night. I ordered pizza. Okay. None of it sounds like a mistake yet. Um, this is the second time in a row that I've misordered pizza in my neighborhood. I don't have great pizza options. I think it might be the same thing that I did very early on in this apartment. Which is what? Did you accidentally order Sicilian? No, I accidentally ordered a vodka pizza. But get this. Pasta on the pizza. No. So penne alla vodka that on is, pizza. I got so I was really hungry. Okay, I got it. I took it upstairs. Your fault. That is the fault of that this Who fucking makes oh, pizza you and I we took a, a road trip across the country. We had our fair share of Bad pizza experiences outside of yes, which we've been so traumatized by that we still talk about with some frequency. So, uh, but I got the pizza upstairs. I opened it up, and it was penne pasta on top of pizza, and I just stood there defeated. Well, did you eat it? Uh, Yeah, I ate two slices because I was hungry. Mm -hmm. I made spinach on the side because you know needed some sort of vegetable, but it couldn't eat it like a pizza because it was pasta on a pizza. Right. So you had to eat eat pasta off the pizza. That's just ridiculous that's ridiculous was it that's criminal and i think I, I don't think i can finish it well i'm curious to try and slice <laughs> <laughs> even though it sounds really bad there was actually so i was never a fan of this slice but there was like a famous pizza place it was actually really the only pizza place in my college town um and they had a famous slice that was like tortellini on top uh-uh. of pizza and i was like why would anyone want that that's so gross they also had another one that made me feel really bad that i never tried which was um like a, ta- a deconstructed taco pizza but the thing that was like real you know which sounds like okay maybe that could be okay the thing that was disgusting about it was that there was shredded lettuce <laughs> on the pizza Ugh, is that disgusting yeah. and you know i don't love lettuce as a baseline anyway. yeah, me neither that's that is that is i don't know a conspiracy <laughs> something we've been brainwashed to think that lettuce I mean, lettuce on a sandwich is good. I'll take that back. But lettuce as a salad. Unless it's a wedge salad. Unless it's a wedge See, salad. See, there are, there are, there there are, are loopholes. There, there are, are loopholes. Yes, um, there are. That's another thing. Another really positive thing that you've brought into my life um, is wedge vacuuming salads. and an appreciation of wedge salads, which I'm, makes you sound like like a country club housewife. <laughs> like from the 50s. <laughs> Like I said, it's among your many, among the many <laughs> gifts you brought to my life. Oh my okay, and I'll have one, qu- one other quick thing, thing hole that oh, I've hole. <laughs> two, two hole <laughs> Tell me I've, about your quick hole. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Get yourself together. Oh, now I forgot it. You made me laugh. <laughs> can subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts and find us at vjandstevens.com that's v-i-j-a-y and stevens with a ph we're working on some scripts and some fun new live projects you can find us at vj and stevens on instagram and our assistant susan now tweets at memos from susan <laughs>